uh, yeah, this is happening. Um, do not adjust your programming, your TVs. You guys got us to the goal we wanted to. Welcome to a very frozen episode of Elite P O V. I am one of your hosts, Phil Cataldo, but you can call me Philium, or tonight you can call me Elsa, the Queen. The queen, and I didn't have to have a three-minute match through the whole first round of a tournament to be crowned the queen. Alongside, tonight, as Anna, the draw, Jackie Rodriguez, what's up? I'm not going to be able to keep a straight face. Yo, how do girls deal with this? My hair is all over my face. I'm telling you. As soon as he came out in that wig, I'm like, he's like giving me George Washington realness. Founding father Elsa over here with that wig. <laughs> All right. Well, what's and- up, everyone? Good to see you guys in the live <laughs> chat. So, special surprise. So, good news, bad news situation. And this, of course, is for the live viewers here on twitch.tv slash ElitePOV for everybody listening later on podcast services. So, now, Ant supposed to dress up like Olaf. Come to find out, there is no Olaf costume in the tri-state area left <laughs> in, in time before Halloween. So let me introduce you guys to not only the king of talk style, Anthony Stefano, but our very close friend, Broloff. Broloff, are you there? Hey, I'm here. My name's Broloff, and I like warm sex. <laughs> oh, my God. That's way no. better than what you said in the pre-show. Hi, everyone. I'm ready to do this. Sorry, I couldn't find a costume, but I have this, and I have this, and I can, I can dance. It always looks like I'm questioning myself, though. Huh? People need to scream this right pay, now is, is because we need this out there. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know. I'm not sure. And then I can get creepy on you, and they can't see me, so they can't see what I'm doing. Yeah, right. They just see your eyes and your mouth. Yo, this <laughs> wig is driving me nuts. I look like George Washington. Speaking of nuts, did anyone see my snowballs anywhere? Oh, my God. Hmm? Have you seen them? You? <laughs> it's going to have too much fun with this. But we have a really, really big show tonight because, of course, with AEW moving Dynamite for hopefully the last time until they move to TBS to Saturday, we can talk about Rampage that aired from this past week. So we're definitely excited to get into that. And let's just jump right into it. So we want to start off with what all of us collectively think was the biggest story of the last two days of Rampage and Dynamite. And that is, of course, Malachi Black versus Cody Rhodes in the main event of Dynamite. It saw that Cody won the match. A lot of people aren't happy about it. And I'm definitely ready to get everybody's take. And I want to start with Broloff. And this is going to be hilarious because let's see how serious. If I could be serious for a minute. Hold on one second. Yeah. It's a little hot in here. I'm melting for you guys. Um, <laughs> anyway, so this is so awkward watching myself as a snowman. Just don't, just don't look at yourself. Okay, just well, that's look. impossible. Do you see how good I look? I am a frozen sculpture of beauty over here. Thank you, Mama okay? POV. Just because I love you, I love you, you don't have any superpowers, Anna, you can sit over there and fall in love with the first person you see. You know, me and Elsa are tight. Elsa created me. Facts. Facts. Well, okay. um, no, but for real. So, Newark, I want a bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, yo, pepper, ketchup. Yo, I want a fucking Taylor ham. Um, <laughs> hey, can somebody get me a Taylor ham? It's called pork roll. It's got fucking. Listen, pork if you roll. guys drop five pork. subs in this chat while the show is going on live right now, I will get up, twirl, because let me tell you, this is a piece Thanks. to see. This is a piece to see. I just want to see the ass. All- and you get to, I don't it, it's, I will it's I will if, if, no you, if you start twirling I'm pulling on my carrot. All right. All right. Wow. Tell me what you think of Malachi Black versus Cody Rose right. in this So week. I actually want to go back to um Arn Anderson pulled out the Glock on Friday night. Can we how is that not just the first thing we yes. talked about, right? Arn Anderson pulled out the Glock. No, but for real honestly, um Friday night leading into Saturday was my favorite because you get that surprise of Malachi at the end of Andrade Pac, right? Mm-hmm. And when Cody, after Arn pulled out the Glock and Cody attacked, and there was that aggressive side of Cody, 
it was weird because like the fans stood up, went nuts. Like it felt like the ending of a WCW show. And they were like, my favorite endings, like the crowd was going berserk. And I've always said, once AEW learns to stick like an ending, it's going to be unbeatable. Like they, their endings were always sloppy. That was their best ending in their best televised match that they've had as a company, in my opinion. Televised, not pay-per-view. Um, I guess you can say, I don't really count Grand Slam as a televised event. Well, but, it was like a special event. Yeah. It was so, like a special yeah, so, event. You know, it was just one of their best matches. But when Saturday night, the match was great. It was the best one of the of the three. And when Cody won, which I told you Cody was going to win, I'm okay with it. And I'm okay with it because Cody had a more aggressive side to him, which we've been wanting. Um, he wasn't pandering. He was just literally... A man on a mission, a man. All those promos that aren't cut made sense. It was for the story. And then Malachi Black tweeted the perfect thing. It was like, yep. I wasn't here to beat you. I was here to bring the monster out of you. And uh-huh. I achieved that. And that, yep. to me, just proves the storytelling aspect of this. So, yes, did Cody win? Yeah. Are fans mad? Yeah. Has Cody won since July? No. Cody Rhodes needed a win. Cody Rhodes needs to be credible and that I'm I'm perfectly fine with this especially because it doesn't seem like it's over all the way especially now with Pac and Andrade adding Malachi to the mix is Cody going to be added to the mix are we going to get tag team action there's a lot of questions to be answered yeah and Broloff Fangy get it right <laughs> Go, where's this your is, sister or wife? For everybody who's watching this live, this is incredibly hard to take serious <laughs> while yeah. we look like this. It is so funny. But, so I couldn't agree with you more. Um, people need to stop being mad at Cody winning. Like, Cody has to win eventually. Everybody has to win. Yes. All right. This isn't where Cody's not going to have a losing streak because you don't like him. Like, he's still Cody Rhodes. He still needs to be kept somewhat strong. So when he's facing these new guys that are coming in as I move my fucking hair out of my head way again, um, it, he's kept strong, and, and you could beating Cody is a big deal, right? So he has to win to keep that mystique up. The match was fantastic. I love that it got bloody. I mean, is there ever a Cody Rhodes match exactly. where he doesn't bleed? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, right? Uh, and it was just a lot of fun. Everything Ant said, of course, Malachi with the extra storytelling on his social media just tied it up perfectly, saying that, like, look, listen, listen to the crowd. They hate you. They're turning against you. Like, it, it is so... Beautiful. And a lot of people who were live tweeting on Saturday mentioned that Malachi's makeup is getting more and more a part of his face, which he said it's like a disease and it's like slowly taking him over. You, you so gotta I can't wait watch to see. The, the main thing that he put out, the teaser trailer to him, because like, like I said, there's a claymation of him with his whole face spray painted. I don't have bangs. Damn it! Even Emmy's messing us up. Yeah, I'm trying, man. It's not. It's not working. <laughs> this, this is this. This piece is just not working today. All right, but Jackie, what did you think about this? About Malachi versus Cody? So I think we all kind of figured that at this point we're going to round three. Cody is gonna take the win. Why it would make zero God. sense for um for Malachi to to beat him a third time. So I'm not going to go into the intricacies of the match and whatever. I'm just going to say we have got to get out of the mentality of a loss equating to a burial. Yep. Because the general consensus across a lot of people's uh, minds has been, oh, you know, Cody comes back, he gets his win, and they're burying Malachi Black. Where are they burying him? No. Honestly. Dropping frames. You know, it's like he came. He's Keep going. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that the storytelling that, you know, played out afterwards with Malachi's, uh, social media posts and just hinting at, like you said, I accomplished my mission and my mission was to make everyone hate you and to like, you know, to, to vilify you basically. And that to me is like, it's perfect. AEW has the knack for turning a situation around quickly to where things make sense. So while we figure out the video components of this stuff, let's go into the next topic, which is the women's tournament, TBS title tournament. So here is the bracket. 
In a first-round matchup, we have Anna Jay versus Jamie Hayter. We have The Bunny versus Red Velvet. Serena D versus Sheeta, which is this Wednesday on Dynamite. Penelope Ford versus Ruby Soho, which we saw and we will talk about. And then there are four first-round buys. Chris Statlander, Nyla Rose, Jade Cargill, and Thunder Rosa. So, Jackie, I'll start with you. What did you think of the first-round matchup between Ruby and Penelope? Okay, match. It was, it I mean, was decent. It was, like, it was decent, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things, again, where some of these preliminary matches, when you're kind of expecting, like, you know what's going to happen, you, you have your favorites to go forward. Um, I thought it was all right. I thought Penelope did look a lot better in this showing um, than she has in some of her uh, more recent matches. She looked like she was starting to get her fluidity back again mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean it was it was it was decent yeah and and there's only one spot of the match that i think was sloppy and 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 um, me and jackie were watching this together on discord over this past weekend and and we i brought it up to her was i don't like when any wrestler tries to perform out of their style and it's not a woman thing it's any of them, right? If if I don't want to see someone like a Ricochet or Rey Mysterio doing big man moves, right? Like you're a smaller guy. If you if you're wrestling someone your size and you have the strength to do it, fine. And and what I'm referencing is they did a spot that was really cool, right? Because Penelope does that like Matrix style backbend, and Ruby, you know, goes for the clothesline, misses her, and then Ruby goes to pick her up. Which listen, Ruby clearly needed Penelope to help her more. Because Ruby's not the strongest in the world, right? She's not Nyla. She's not Statlander. She's not Jade Cargill. She's not strong enough to just deadlift someone who's probably around the same body weight as her. So, but from that position, it's not like Penelope can really get any momentum going because she's, you know, bending backwards. So I feel like that was the only part of the match that was like really sloppy. But other than that, I thought the match was fine, right? They were given a a, a good amount of time, right? Which I know we joke around and stuff, but like, you know, it's cool to see that they, they got, I think, didn't people say they had more minutes than the whole first round of the Queen of the Ring tournament from WWE? So it was like, you. it's cool that, you know, AEW is giving their women a, a time to shine. And, of course, yeah, Ruby wins, right? She's my pick to win this whole tournament. And, and you know, a lot of people have her at least going to the finals, right? So I, I think it, it makes sense that she wins, but it was still a really good match. But, Ann, what did you think of this match? If you can hear me, Ant. <laughs> He's uh check your oh, can you your hear mic. Me now? Cool. Yeah. yeah there you um, go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had it muted when I was uh fucking with everything, so you guys didn't hear about your like. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I I didn't get to watch it. I watched it in clips because I was gone all weekend. Um, but I'm sad to see Penelope eliminated in the first round, and I know. That, you know, Ruby, like you said, is pretty much the the pick to go to the finals. I wish they kind of set it up different because I do want to see Penelope get that chance to shine as, you know, the women's roster grows. The right person won. Ruby Soho is going to be great. Ruby Soho is a lot of people's pick to win it. Um, But the match looked uh, decent. I don't know. It wasn't the best, but, you know. Penelope seems to control better when she wrestles people under her talent level she really it's almost like i feel like she can't hmm. get up to the level i feel like it's the opposite yeah, I feel because like you gotta so think too. like with Te- up to it with Tay, i just think it was a weird Tay, she was off like because they she was missing spots left and right like with Tay conti when we watched that yeah well, like, i just think they they they're getting a lot more comfortable in the ring uh, especially a lot of the women who are newer to TV wrestling, right? Like a Penelope. But, and I think they're doing spots that they're not fully capable of or spots not capable of that. Sorry. Spots that require both competitors to hit it perfectly in order just for it to work. It's and a I timing think, thing. That's all it is. Yeah, it's it's not, all timing. And it, it, but like when it's off, it looks like they can't do it, which I'm sure they probably do it in practice a million times. But of course it messes up 
kind of like our audio <laughs> technical issues, right? <laughs> when it counts the most. But um, it, it, I just wish I I think that Penelope wrestles up to her competition see, and down I, to her I competition. I think every time that I see her against one of the top stars, she's the one that's missing the spots. Okay, that's just she just missed time stuff. She her timing's not. Right, but when you give her the ball and let her control it, I feel like she runs better with it than when. I mean, the prime example was Ty Conti, and now Ruby Soho. They're two of your top stars in that uh, the women's division. I almost said Queen's division. Thanks, GOW. The the <laughs> women's division, and and I love Penelope. We know I love Penelope. Right. This is not yes. a knock on her. It's just a lot of the timing is off because I don't think she's getting the control to call the match. And maybe that's what it is, but it's constantly like just watching the clips. I was like, eh, okay. Match was expecting a lot better was expecting it to be something. I came on and talked about how great it was and would find the clip of the full match. But once I saw the clips, I was kind of like, okay, <laughs> that it, it was what it was, you know? Yeah. No, no, listen, <clears throat> and that's the beauty of having a show like this, right? We we see things from a different perspective, right? Like I see it another way, but I see it from the elite POV. Of so yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, what match in this first in the tournament are you most excited to see in the first round? Uh, I know in the chat they're saying uh, Jamie Hader versus Anna J, mm -hmm. right? That that's going to be a banger of a match, right? That that should be a ton of fun. Well, what about Jamie you, Cargill? Jack? Well, she's not in the first round. Well, she's, she's, in the, she's, she's in the buy round. The buy. But whenever she wrestles, that's the only thing I'm, I'm excited about. No, I'm just kidding. But what about the match this week with Serena D versus Sheeta? Like, does Sheeta yes. win and get her 50th win and eliminate Serena? I, oh, man. See, Setting up a rematch the, with yeah, Nyla Rose? That's so difficult for me to say because I'm on the Serena D hype train right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she's got that edge and she's like kind of coming into something that feels major now. Mm -hmm. And I want her to go through, but yeah, you, but you pose an interesting point where it's like, is this going to now be where she gets her 50th win? Um, but I would be for Serena deep going to the finals. That's just me. It, it's, it's very possible, right? Uh, AEW likes to throw curveballs at us. And, uh, you know, you look at this bracket, a lot of people, including Ant, think Jade Cargill is going to win. I don't – um, here's the thing. Did her whole, hey, I won a number one contendership against Britt just go away? She was never number one contender. She won the triple threat match. I don't think it was for they, they number one They said that was for the number one contender, wasn't oh, it? Oh, then I guess it I just went away. I swear they said that. I don't think it was. I don't know. I could just be – we have to fact check that. We need to fact check. <laughs> yeah, I think because it was her, they, Thunder Rosa, and Nyla, and Nyla Rose. Uh huh. And she won. And she won. I felt like that was like a number one. Cont I don't know. It doesn't maybe matter. maybe maybe it was just like a, a. I don't know a setup for this tournament. I just think they're keeping Jade away from Britt because if Jade ever fights Britt, she has to win. Like so, I think they're keeping her as far away as they can, right? Just because. Is she ready for it, though? Is she? I mean, I guess you can. I don't think. She's I guess ready you for can it. protect her enough with the TBS title because she can just dominate people. Mm -hmm. But I don't think she. I don't think she's going to be ready until we see proof that she could wrestle like a ten to fifteen minute match with you know. I need to see more women who I could be at see, any level. Yeah, I need to see more selling from <clears throat> Jade, and I know right now you're trying to create a monster. And you don't want her selling. We'll see it in this tournament, though, because you know if, if I don't think Anna Jay or Jamie Hader are going to beat Thunder Rosa, so and and I think Jade is going to destroy either Bunny or Red Velvet, so we can get Thunder Rosa versus Jade. Jade's going to have to sell in that. I match. love Bunny though, because Bunny's <clears throat> the demo god. She is a demo god. You know what I mean? Acknowledge, Acknowledge her. Queen. Acknowledge, Acknowledge her. her. Look, sisters. Yeah, sisters, you finish we, each we, other's we, sentences, sandwiches. <laughs> but yeah, so listen, it's going to be a fantastic tournament either way. I'm really looking forward to a lot of the matches and all the matches, really. And I'm looking forward to see as this tournament goes, do the matches get more time, or are they going to stay around the same like kind of eight minute, ten minute thing? Right. I, I really hope the main event, which is the main event on at full gear. 
Does it, does it time I, out like that? I know I, the I, men's no, dinner. I thought it was stretching all the way, like, all the way to, like, another couple months, but... No, I, had well, they yeah, talked it, about it, though? Have yeah, they, wouldn't, have wouldn't, they mentioned when the finals are? Because I don't remember. I guess you could stretch it out if you're having one match a week, right? It's not like the men are, they're, like, blazing through it. Finals is January 5th January on TBS. 5th, they right? did say that. The first episode that's on TBS. Yeah. Okay. okay. They did say that. Listen, I was in the crowd, and the audio sucked in Philadelphia. Just letting you know that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one thing. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Jackie was sitting on top of them. She could hear everything. That's my only knock on the live show <laughs> is, like, they, like, WWE promos, you can hear them through the speakers very loud. Mm-hmm. Some of the promos, I couldn't hear anything that they were saying. Yeah, no, like when they run something like a vignette or, you know, that's playing on yeah, it's very TNT, low. they don't jump the volume up for you to hear it in the live crowd. So, fair well, mistake. Speaking of being so at a show Adam. live, let's give our weekly shout out. Shout out. To somebody that deserves it more than anybody. Shout out to our very own Jamie Strange Jamie. for making her AEW Dynamite debut, holding up that Jungle Boy sign in the crowd. Me and Jackie screamed. Popped the hell out Dynamite. of us. I paused Dynamite to get the picture. We're taking everybody sending her pictures. You know, we know Jamie's a huge Jungle Boy fan. So not only for Jungle Boy yet again to point at her and, and acknowledge her, right? Acknowledge but her. to get your moment in the sun, just her and her husband, just front and center, bam, right on Dynamite. You see them over everybody. It was just a beautiful moment. And shout out to Jamie for that. Yes. That's always the beautiful thing about the, the live experience is mm-hmm. when those those magic moments happen, especially for I feel her left out, like, though. I feel left out. You you had your moment. Ant had his moment. Jamie had her moment. What about me? Little old me. I need to start sitting camera side is what I'm saying. I, I'll dress like this if it gets me camera side. <laughs> start right. acting ridiculous. God, can you imagine if I wore this like... And Dan Lambert saw me. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't. I can't even look at you right now. <laughs> yeah, so say. Imagine him. Oh man, it's gonna be insane. But um, let's move from one tournament to another. Of course, we have the men's title eliminator tournament. We had three matches from these two episodes of AEW. We had Will Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy on Rampage, and then we had Danielson and Dustin Rhodes, and then we had Eddie Kingston. And Lance Archer uh, versus Death. And I want to start there because I thought it was a pretty good match. It was hard hitting. I love how Eddie jumped him to start it. But then Lance Archer goes for that moonsault, which he's hit a million times. But, of course, in pro wrestling, there's always a chance for something to go wrong. Jackie, how was it when you saw that live happen? Because I know I was freaking out. Yeah, it's it's always rough, and it doesn't matter how many years you've been watching wrestling, how many close calls you've seen. It never gets easier to watch somebody potentially get hurt, especially when it has to do with a head or neck injury. Um, it looked like he came down on his forehead and sort of ricocheted, and he looked like he was knocked loopy for uh, for a little bit. And I didn't Gosh, think that they were. I I didn't think that they were going to actually have a finish to the match. But then, you know, Archer rolled out the ring momentarily. Doctors talked to him. And then it was kind of like, let's do a quick roll up and just end it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he says that he was able to walk out of his own accord, which is great. Um, reports from him are that he's going to be all right. But it's just seeing things like that. It's just terrifying. Um, I'm just glad to know that he's going to be healthy. And um, yeah, that could have been so much worse. And I'm glad it wasn't. Now, Ant, were you able to watch this from this past weekend? Ant had a very busy weekend. He yeah. was out and about. Um, I was at a wedding, and then I had inventory for work. So, And then I worked 10 hours today, so I haven't done anything. Um, I did see the clip of Archer landing on his head, and I saw it ending in a roll-up. Um, I think we all thought Eddie Kingston was going to win anyway, especially with the promo yeah. we saw afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, I think that was set in stone. I think that was going to be the upset of the first round. It sucks because I would love to see Eddie Kingston win it like – clean without you know once archer hit you knew they were they had to go home like go home get it done i'm surprised they even got it um and it's scary because after you saw bushi break his arm at in new japan and they had to call the match like you see that and you're like 
God damn, like this is a bad week for people flying off the top yeah, rope. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. yeah. And I'm, I'm and gonna... it happens sometimes in oh, wrestling, man. man. It's, That's it's... the craziness of wrestling. But I mean, here's our shout out. Shout out to Lance Archer. We hope you're you're feeling good. Um, takes balls to finish that match. There's no, yeah. I mean, and it should. And they said he was pissed off backstage because how the match ended because he wanted to keep going. Safety first. Doesn't everybody? Doesn't every every athlete want to keep going like, when they're hurt? Yeah. But... This poor guy, like even like storyline wise, personal wise, like he can't catch a break when it comes to like these tournaments. Like it's just. But like, I think we need to shout out AEW because in the past they haven't had the best track record when people get injured during. Oh matches, my god, the Matt right? Hardy thing was the Matt Hardy thing, yeah. the Alex Reynolds thing. So you know, just you know, major props to AEW for ending that match. I mean, it's on live TV and something goes wrong, right? And and they were able to recover and and still get a roll up. But hey, if they weren't able to do that, right? And they had to call the match, like like, it is what it is. Like that's the growth of the company. Look at how like they made Matt Hardy climb up that thing. They cleared him to climb up the thing after he was clearly out of it. Yeah. And Alex Reynolds was limping the ring and the ref wasn't paying attention to now where they were right on top. As soon as he hit, they got him out of the ring. They checked on him. They gave him concussion protocol right there. And he said, all right, go home so we can check you back. Yep. Yep. And, right. and it, it's one of the beautiful things, like you said, that this company is growing and they're learning. Right. And that's all we ask. They're going to make mistakes, but let's learn from the mistakes. Learn from them. For all the people on Twitter that, that hated the Matt Hardy and the Alex Reynolds stuff, this is a, a positive step in the right direction. So, yep. Yes. Hopefully agreed. it doesn't happen again because it was very scary when I saw it live. But Remsburg's the one of the best refs in the world. Oh, I love Bryce. Yeah, him he's, and Aubrey are just on Bryce another is level. Unbelievable. And yeah, we're, we're, I'm a big Bryce fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Bryce uh, Remsburg. He's or a Bryce Re- well, I love Bryce, Bryce Harper too. I think about <laughs> Bryce Harper's beard six times a day. Yeah, is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that, let's move on to that to a match that admittedly I didn't care about. But I thought was excellent, and it was it started off dynamite this past week, and that's Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes. And I've said this on past episodes: stop putting Dustin Rhodes in these goddamn tournaments because you know he's gonna lose. And you can get another guy in there, maybe a younger guy, maybe a Dante Martin, maybe a who knows, right? Even a Leo Rush would be a lot of fun. But this match was excellent, so I'll start with you, Jackie. What did you think of this match in the first round? Okay, so I was there with you because I my immediate thought was, and this is not like I I hate being that person because I don't want to be overly critical or try to you know call somebody undeserving. But I could have thought about at least ten different people I would have put in this tournament before Dustin Rhodes, admittedly. So I didn't really have any high expectations going into it, and in the beginning it seemed like Dustin was showing his age a little bit. He was a little slowed down, mm-hmm. and it just felt like oh this isn't connecting right. But somewhere within the first few minutes, it almost seemed like Danielson said, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to meet you halfway. And it became more uh, striking, more uh, aggressive, more grappling. And when they started meshing styles in the middle, boom, that's where the magic started happening. And I was sitting there like, shit, I wasn't I did not really care for this match going into it. And it ended up like really pulling me in and turning itself around. And it was a really great opener to the show. Yeah, and, you know, I, I think that it is a, um, you know, a, a testament to the skill of, of Brian Danielson, right? The skill of working, uh, kind of getting Dustin, like, warmed up. And then, because they ended with a bang, right? They It, it was yes. fantastic at the end. Yeah, it was a slow start. But they were able to kind of meet in the middle, which I thought was awesome. But and were you able to see clips of this match? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it's funny because we were, I'm on that boat. Like I only like when Dustin Rhodes in the match because his promo is always like yelling some weird shit, <laughs> yeah. um, and I pop for it every time. But uh, I will tell you straight up that I am done doubting Dustin Rhodes' ability because I wasn't excited for the Dustin Cody match when it happened, and ended up being one of my favorite matches of that year. I wasn't excited for this match. And Dustin just shows how good he is when he's locked in with an opponent that can carry him. Danielson showed how mm-hmm. good he is, how he could work down to a pace of his competitor. Because, you know, Danielson's very stiff. He can go fast pace. He can go technical. And that's the beauty with Danielson is what in sports you call him a five-tool player, right? And mm-hmm. he has he possesses all the tools. And you get to see that week in and week out with anybody he works with. 
I thought they meshed great. I think Dustin looked great. Um, and obviously now we get Danielson versus Eddie Kingston and that promo in the back, man. And it was the first time that Kingston was like, bro, I'm trying to chill. I don't want to like, I was expecting Kingston to get like aggressive. So yep. it shows the respect between the two, but I think Eddie's going to have enough. And that it also shows another side of Danielson. Yeah. It shows a very, well, like, he's been extremely aggressive since being here. So it makes sense character wise. And it's like, I don't know if you want to pick a fight with Eddie Kingston like that. And I think that was the whole point of Eddie Kingston was like, right. like he's giving him the benefit of the doubt. Like almost like, Hey, you know, like you, the new guy here, you know, we ain't really been in the locker room before. I don't know if you want to, if you, you want to go down this road, but Danielson is like, and I loved what he said too. Like basically calling him fat, like, like yeah, out of shape. Hit, like, hit the gym and, and hit the and gym. Like the you, you, you have the heart, you know, you, you're just not working hard enough outside of the ring. And it, and Kingston took it personal and, and it, it makes you want to tune into this match even more right and and, and oh, listen yeah. if archer was supposed to go over and they had to come up with this on the fly kudos to aw and eddie kingston no, for no. making us invested because i don't know and, man like it's possible either it is, way it right is. it is because you have the professionals where mm -hmm. i mean i could tell eddie kingston to go cut a promo on a paper bag right now and it'd be probably the best promo you've heard yeah absolutely and danielson it's just another like you said it's a different guy than we saw and that's why i'm enjoying this so much because it doesn't feel like what he did he just carried over and he you know he doesn't do the yes chance i know that it could be the whole oh well you know it's intellectual property i don't i think he wants to disassociate with that happy-go-lucky yes guy i'm happy to be here he wants to kick your head in and he's here to kick your head in and Every promo he's done and every match he's had, he's proved that. And I think that's the beautiful thing because when you look at pro wrestling, the only thing you can do is evolve your character, right? You have to evolve. And that's why Chris Jericho is still so great. How many years later is because we had 10 different versions of him and he <laughs> knows how to control the crowd. He knows what grabs him. And I think with this, you know, Brian Danielson run, I am so happy. It's just like punk. Punk was the angry guy. Now Punk's not the angry guy. Punk's the guy that's like, I miss this shit. And you love it. You love to see it. That's how you recreate a character. Because he could have just came over and said, yeah, let's do the yes thing. It works. And he did it. He went a whole different mm -hmm. direction. He went more nasty, more stiff in the ring, more vicious, more violent in promos. I mean, I love it. I He's quickly becoming... I think you could see him turn heel and fight Hangman. I really do think that could happen. Mm. And it, I think very, very it's like, okay, here's your honeymoon phase with Brian Danielson. Now he's going to turn heel. You'll get him against Hangman. You'll get him against Punk. You'll get like, I feel like that's what we're kind of seeing with that aggressive side is he can, he can flip heel, which there's mm -hmm. really no faces and heels besides MJF, but he can flip. <laughs> And you'll be like, okay, understandable. Like, it wouldn't be a, a shock. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. No, 100%, right? And, you know, like, and you've mentioned it before on past episodes. Uh, you know, there's heels in the company, but not that many at a main event level besides Kenny and MJF. Because Jericho's Well, now you got now. Adam Cole. But I, I, Cole's not a, like. He's too popular. He's it's like a, a face versus face like, matchup. Yeah, you can't. You know, so, you know, uh, it could be um, people are, are, are saying that Moxley may turn heel. But is the crowd really going to boo Moxley? Um, Brian, you know, Danielson can easily get you just people gave to him boo him. You, him you gave him a theme <laughs> that everyone's going to sing. You're like, heel. Take but, it away from him. Yeah. Go back to his original theme. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. No theme. There is. But <laughs> another match that I want to talk about real quick, Will Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy. A lot of people had a problem with the ending of this match. I think it was I did not. very smart. I, I think it's book smart because it's not like Orange Cassidy beat him clean. He beat him because Hobbs, Hobbs really lost himself, right? Because yep. he lost. Yes. He got too emotional. Uh, you know, he was putting his hands on, uh, on Bryce. And uh, listen, and like Ant said, Bryce is incredible. A lot of people don't like the fact that he's very animated. He's very much in the shots. He's very like, but I think when him and Aubrey do that, they add to the performance, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. We're, we are not dumb. We see that there is a referee in the ring, right? And as fans, if as a fan myself, if I'm watching, let's say the crowd go crazy, 
I'm more inclined to go crazy myself, right? Because like I'm feeling the energy and I want to be a part of that energy even if I'm sitting at my couch. Agreed. Also with the referees, if you see a big move happen and you look at the referee and they react the way the crowd is reacting, because obviously they're the closest to the action, mm-hmm. like you're going to react. You're more likely to react like them than you would be if they're just stone faced. And plus, you know, the whole thing with pro wrestling is suspending your disbelief, right? If we think that there's a person in the, a third person in that ring watching this action happen and you're that close, you're going to react. So if this is as real as yes. possible, you're going to react. So I love that Bryce got hot. He got in Will Hobbs' face, which was able to cause a distraction. And Orange Cassidy did that cool pinning combination and beat him. And it doesn't bury Hobbs. Will Hobbs just had a match with CM Punk a few weeks ago. Like, there is no burying this man. Everyone in every interview <laughs> talks about how much of the future they think Will Hobbs is and stuff like that. But, Jackie, what did you think of Hobbs versus Cassidy? I thought it was a good match. Um I felt like there was just a lot of things that were happening on the outside of the ring that were kind of distracting in a way. Like you had Matt Hardy singing, sitting out in the crowd and I'm like, Oh God, are we going to continue this damn feud with the HFO? Um, But yeah, like, again, like you said, it wasn't so much that, you know, Cassidy went over clean. Hobbs was just distracted at the end. I'm just like, this brings up the biggest question of all. When are we going to see, hook in the ring when are we going to get hook versus everybody because send i feel hook. like it's just send, send hook. Hook. Fuck hook damn it <laughs> i'm like and it's not even that i'm like all like gassed up on hook i'm just like i just wonder they're gonna pull the trigger on him like what is he doing he's just he, you know he's the hype man on the outside I of the ring. They, he's when they do it punk beats him in like two seconds like punk just punches him in the face and pins him yeah <laughs> like, but what so if hook's crazy. like really good hook's dad was really good his yeah, that was mean, really, really good. The suplex machine. Listen, I'm sure he's good, right? Like, he, he trains at the Nightmare Factory. I, w- so sure I wouldn't job him out like that, man. I wouldn't do that to Hook, you know? I no, would like to but see him start on Dark, and then he could be like the star of Dark, you know what I mean? The, I just the guy, feel like he's so incredibly over on social so media over, out of nowhere. Like, right? everybody's like, Hook this and Hook that. Book, yes, like, and hook. hook versus... Punk fears hook signs yeah, in the crowd. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Just you give love us it. This is why you love wrestling. Like the weirdest things get over. Like you can yes. try to get something over, but then it'll be something so stupid. Like one line in a promo where Punk was like, send hook. And now Hook is like one of the most popular wrestlers on the roster. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think hook's going to be great. I, I, I'm not an orange Cassidy fan. Um, I, I like him. But again, mm-hmm. I don't need to see him near a title. Like his, he's very like his gimmick is what we like. I don't need to see him a champion of anything. I don't want to see a champion that doesn't try. If that makes sense, like the lackadaisical yeah. shit is fucking hilarious. But if you're the champion and you're not trying, like I just, you can't go from someone like Miro being a champion to him. That just doesn't make sense. And I wish Miro was in this tournament. I'm gonna say that because. No, because he Miro's he promos are fucking amazing. They're incredible, but amazing. if Miro is in this tournament, he has to he win. Has and to I win. do not well, no, want I mean, him Miro to lose. losing to Moxley or losing to Danielson isn't the worst thing. That's the thing we talked about last week, and we can go back and forth to where blue in the face. You said, Oh, don't put Malachi Black in because he can't lose. And guess what he just did? He lost. Yeah, but he, he lost. lost he lost in a story. He's not I don't want these be, people in tournaments. They're almost always, bigger than the tournament. You could always make it a story that's the beautiful thing of pro wrestling um but yeah miro is great and that's getting off topic will hobbs is a star um he does need to like build up a little bit more in two years i'm gonna say hot powerhouse hobbs is gonna be one of the top stars and our boy um wardlow will definitely be one of the oh, top wow. stars. Let's and, go, and, and, let, we could talk about Warlo, that. Right and I here. wanted to bring that up because <laughs> with the tease. So we, there the, was a backstage promo. There's been teases between, the whole time, dude. But it's a slow burn. But that's watch, what I love. Watch about the it. interview. I know you don't like Barstool, and that's fine. But MJF was on the Barstool show in character, as always. And every of time course. he's like, "Oh my God, we have Pinnacle. You know, we have Sean Spears. We have the best tag team." And then there's Wardlow, and you're like. Like just listening, you're like, I cannot wait till Wardlow fucks you 
up. Like I can't yeah, destroys him. An accountability buddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that's going to be funny because when Warlow puts Sean Spears, sorry, Kyle, when Warlow puts Sean Spears through a mat, it's going to be amazing because he's going to turn on him and that's how he's going to break mm-hmm. free. You know, or they'll play the game where it's like, okay, I'm sorry, you're back in, and then Warlow will go after MJF. But like, this is this is starting to heat up now. It's starting to have layers to it, and I, I can't just don't want to break the pinnacle up yet. They're not going to break you know, him like, up. They're going to kick Warlow out, and they're going to become the four, like the four horsemen that we thought they'd be. True, but I I I, uh, I like the pinnacle of Warlow. War Dog. Give me a little more Warlow. <laughs> yeah, it calls him War Dog. <laughs> War Dog. Me? I said that. No. no, no, no. MJF, MJF always calls him, calls him War Dog. Oh, War Dog. Yeah, yeah, War Dog. yeah. But Jackie, these listen. You got a you got a big weekend coming up next month, and we'll get to it at the end. But you know, what do you yeah. feel about this whole Wardlow thing? Do you think it's too soon to start this, or do you want to see it actually fast tracked? I want to see it gain <laughs> momentum. I don't necessarily need to see it fast tracked, but you know, him calling. MJF out directly like what the hell was that shit you freaking threw me to the wolves essentially like give me more of that direct tension not just the subtle like oh I'm giving you like you know the side eye and then you could feel it but no I want there to be that verbal confrontation between them and just keep building on this static um I have been waiting for Wardlow to just stomp the shit out of MJF for quite some time. Yeah. Like I just, I want to see it so badly. I don't even know what, like how my body will react when it happens. But he has it coming, and when it happens, it's going to be freaking glorious. So yeah, I just keep and building on it. But Crana ninety one. I don't know if I'm saying it right in the chat. Right, let it play out till double or nothing. That's when you. That's a want. good idea, and I, I'm yeah. good with that. And I think that's what we all want. But it's gonna start with this accountability, buddy, and he's gonna he's gonna fuck him up, and then it's gonna it's gonna keep going. And mm-hmm. I mean, I just want I know it wasn't on the rundown, but I think to me, Wardlow stands out. And, and every time I think Hobbs, I think another big guy's like Ward. I think just think Wardlow has the look to be your champion, and I think he has all the tools to be the champion. And I love this is. If they could have did this with Jade Cardgill, this would be the path I would have wanted for her because you're getting experience, you're getting better, and then when you when you turn or when you bust open that door, you're ready for the big time. And I really think Warlow is going to be ready for the big time. As soon as, he, as soon as he turns on MJF, I think he'll become one of the most popular people in the company. I think he's one of the best looking dudes in the company. So his face could be playing it everywhere. Like he is a hundred percent a star. And that's kind of with like what I feel about Jade Cargill is like, I feel like Jade has all the potential in the world. And when that door opens and she's ready, there's no stopping her. And you have your next big star. I know you have the pillars of AEW, but Mm -hmm. you need other people. You know, like you're right. You you, 100%. you need this other people, especially because hate it, love it. There's still competition out there. There's still contracts out there, and money still talks. So you never mm-hmm. know who's going to jump. We've seen a lot of people jump this way, which we love. But be prepared for people to jump the other way as well, because that will happen. Yeah, it, it, mm-hmm. it, there's only so much room, and with them keeping uh, bringing in people. It's it's only inevitable that someone's gonna jump over. Uh, probably Brian Cage, but <laughs> no, I think um, you'll see Brian Cage. I I honestly think um I I think Tony Khan's gonna be smart and sign MJF to a really long term deal very soon because I do think MJF is someone that WWE would love to get their hands on. Would love it. Like he'd have to tone his character down, but that is a he's a phenom and he works their style almost already, mm-hmm. and it's someone that they're like, okay, we can just grab him and. You know, the Miz is at the end of his run, so here's your new Miz. You know what I mean? Like, they would just, he'd be that asshole on TV. Yeah, 100%. And and talking about the future of this company, let's talk about a match that I'm very excited that is officially announced for full gear. And that is Britt Baker defending her women's championship against my girl, Ty Conti. You know, we assumed 
that with this Britain and a J match, there was a possibility that maybe Ty Conti wouldn't get involved. And, you know, with seeing the bracket come out and Ty Conti not being in it, it would only make sense that she would get her women's match at full gear. And the cool thing is, for people who, don't, who didn't realize, over this past year, Ty Conti has been in the top three for almost a whole year. Right. This is why we tell you guys you should watch Elevation and Dark because she is pretty much, I think, undefeated on Elevation yeah. and Dark. She's only ever lost in the Dynamite matches and it's against, you know, huge caliber opponents. You know, Sheeta, uh, did she fight Serena Deeb? Yeah, Serena Deeb, they fought. And it, it's, I'm very excited that she finally gets this opportunity to showcase what she can do. Uh, you know, her and Britt, Britt Baker had the promo talking last night you know they've taken it to social media you know they're ripping on each other on twitter it is so funny you guys have to follow them to check that out but yeah um jackie how excited are you that we're getting ty conti versus Britt baker pretty excited i'm not as excited as you for obvious reasons uh not not every not everybody can get on your level phil when it comes yeah, to look at, your look at this picture and, look um, at this beautiful picture right here you know what look i mean at like that, that. Look i was that. i was there for that by the way she was there, there and recorded that. a yeah. great video Great video. No, um, I think Ty Conti's star has been on the rise for quite some time. And we've just continuously seen her grow and become better and better. Um, is she at the top caliber? Not yet, but she's still got time. You know what I mean? But I think that if anybody has the chops to hang with Britt Baker enough to have a really good, solid, convincing match, Ty Conti is – she she's there for me. Oh. So – I'm looking forward to it. Also, shout out. Um, I know audio listeners. I don't even know if we're going to do an audio show because how we're, fucked up our yeah. stream has been. <laughs> we're going to. We'll try to be able to salvage together. the second half of the show. Yeah. Um, so we're but shout out to Kyle, bro, with yeah, the raid. Kyle with this yeah, raid. Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. So Our much. favorite I hope, Canadian. I hope Halloween Havoc, your your E-Fed pay-per-view went well. The costume Kyle, is make Anna me, and Elsa. Make my character in, in WoW look exactly like this. I was I was dressed as um, Broloff. We found Broloff that. made a, a a brief appearance yeah, and, and, and crashed and stream. Crashed our stream. But it was fun while it was fun while it lasted. Show up. I'm pissed off, but I'm gonna put on a happy face for the next thirty minutes, and I'm gonna go cry in the shower. Uh, but that's probably no what crying. I'm gonna get a rash from this this fake hair rubbing against my neck. Yo, I have been pulling at my collar. This thing is like, oh, it's so uncomfortable. Also, um. <laughs> I want to shout out Wade um, getting married this week. Congratulations, brother. Brother Wade. We love you so much, man. And, uh, and I want to shout out our host, Phil, who finally gets to have the ceremony. He's been married. Finally gets the ceremony. And they're giving me a live mic at their ceremony. Yep. Pipe bomb time. <laughs> Should I sit Indian style in the middle of the floor? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> and wave. Hey, hey, Jackie. <laughs> oh, I'm breaking the fourth wall to nothing, to no yeah, camera. To no, yeah. <laughs> yes. They're like, what the hell is he doing? And He's going to be like, you want to have me here with the microphone in my hand. No, it's a special day. Take it back to rant with it. It's, it's a, spe it back to rant on it's a special day. I'm not going to do that. Thank I you, Mama Peel. I did want to start it as <laughs> with this in anyone else's hand, this is a microphone. But in my hand, this is a pipe bomb. But I'm not going to do that And shout out either. to the six people at my wedding yeah, well, who get that joke. That's all I want to pop is the people I'm sitting with. I don't care about all the other people. I'll never see them again. If I pop those six people, I'm good. We yeah, but damn, Phil has to see them. You know? Phil don't want to see them either. <laughs> yeah, that's something to damn truth. That's such a truth. Do it, bro. Do it. Yep. And all listen, right. somebody needs to record... Me and my wife walking out. Mm -hmm. I won't spoil what it is yet, but it's going to be a song you all know and love that we are very excited she to be walking out. She won't let me come out to the cult of personality. I tried. I tried every theme in the book, and she's like, you like the Eagles? You can come out to Dreams and Nightmares. And I was like, great. Remind me of when the Eagles were good and won the Super Bowl three <laughs> years ago. As they continue to fall apart. Now... And before we get into the, the last match that I want to talk about, which I think was the best match of, uh, I don't know, since it's, Omega it's, Danielson, right? And I can't um, I want to get your take. That was special. That was a special, thing. Was a special I, thing. I I want to hear your thoughts on Ty Conti versus Britt Baker. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. As uh, I was on the, the Ty Conti train a little late, um, 
I thought you were going to say before me, bro. No, no, you, no, I was about on, to bro. Hulk rip out of this outfit. I, I'll say that at the <laughs> wedding so you can't do shit. Um, but <laughs> at, uh, <laughs> your tits look great, by the way, Phil. Um, Ty, <laughs> uh, Ty Is this going to get us banned on Twitch? Yeah, I don't, yeah probably. Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, let, uh, you do that. I'll start licking the mic. Um, so <laughs> now, now everything froze again. Here we go. Okay, sorry. It's thunderstorming outside. Like, literally, I hear... The, like the rain fall down. Is that a Hillary Duff song? Let the rain fall. Yeah. That's 100%. happening right outside. Um, but yes. All right. Go so ahead. Ty Conti is don't, don't try to listen, bud. Let's cut through the bull. That's not, not, not do that. That's not, not, not don't when I'm off track, I'm staying off track. Okay. Let's just cut through the bull here. Um, let's cut through the bull. Ty Conti. I was on at the end of NXT. I was actually happy when she got released because I knew AEW would be her landing spot and AEW has been great to her and she's been great for the product. So it's only right after being ranked so high, you know, the the whole year that she gets her match at Britt Baker at one of their biggest pay-per-views. It's going to be mm-hmm. one of the most memorable pay-per-views because you're going to get to see the storybook ending that we're all hoping and praying for with Hangman. So it's going to be unforgettable pay-per-view. Yes. And they're going to get to get spotlight on that. And I think Ty Conti will then be brought into more households and people will get more and more used to her and she will become a bigger star. Because one thing I can tell you is she is one of the sweetest people to all of her fans. She's one of the most marketable people on the roster. And I am definitely all in on getting this, getting this match. And maybe she wins. Probably not. I don't know who's going to beat Britt Baker. This is the problem is who is going to beat her. Is rated Ashley Flair. That's who. (laughs) I want it so bad. People are just give me what I want. Listen, man, it's my show, so I can say whatever I want. They're going to fucking dread the day. You look that, like that Ashley company, Flair right now. Yeah, I know, right? With the hair. <laughs> They're going to dread the day they ever turned on her. Let you me look tell like, you something. You look that like is Ashley Flair and Andrade's child. <laughs> child. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. You should take a picture and send it. <laughs> like when you do those look. things, like those online things, like where it's like, what would our kid look like? And it just composites. Now, look, no, now, now who's off? Now who's seven. off topic? Okay, okay, get back. Okay. So, somebody screen <laughs> look somebody now, screenshot this. Now now she's off topic. Look, now welcome. Now welcome to the shit show. Okay. Who said that we were off topic? <laughs> Jackie. No, tried, nobody said Jackie anything. Jackie tries to steer me. You'll hear, on. you'll hear me. She's like, she's like, okay. 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 You just hear <laughs> because she's trying to get us back and there's no getting us back. And now Listen, she, just she, just in. she just joined in. She just joined in. She just joined in. I'm Andrade and Charlotte's. You are. Son. You're it. Andrade yeah. Flair. What am I? You're, Andrade Flair. You're 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 Charlotte Cien Almas. <laughs> That's a, Andrade Flair or Charlotte. Remember Cien when I called Sasha Banks Mercedes career? Yeah, yeah. So great, so great. All right, let let's speaking of Andrade, let's just go right to that. Yes, amazing. I now, actually, crush, let me finish the point that I was making. Ty Conte's ratings because every time she has performed on Dynamite, it has been one of the highest, if not the highest, segment on the show go back and check the ratings that is an actual fact and her match with santana garrett she's when they the, were in nxt she's not the bunny, was the first but she's time close. they beat aw yeah she's not the bunny but she's close no all the bunny did was tie roman yeah, Ty acknowledge Conti, her. every time she's on the acknowledge show her. beats everybody in the ratings i'm just saying the tribal I, it queen is a fact it is a fact right as andrade flair as charlotte cn almas <laughs> you need to respect me because i am El Idolo slash the Queen. All this right? is going to sound like Lance Storm, but I want to get serious for a minute. I think this Friday <laughs> proved to a lot of people that um, AEW is working on it. And by working on it, I think a lot of people were like, oh, look, Andrade jumped there. He's going to get missed. He's getting misused. It's like, okay, well, first off, you brought in Chavo for him. Great. Then you're going to bring in Ric Flair. Then Ric Flair was a douchebag. So now Rick's out. So left Andrade kind of there. And now you give him that match and you're like, holy shit, like this guy really is legit one of the best wrestlers in the world. This is his ta- we got to see his talent on full display. Now we get to see his weird kind of friendship with Malachi Black, and there's more coming, I read online. So who knows where that's gonna lead, right? And to me, I'm like, 
they had to figure it out with Miro, and they did. And I have faith yes. that they're doing the same with Andrade. You don't need to come in and be top card. Let them build up. Like, if Miro won the world championship tomorrow, we'd be like, okay, it makes sense. Because they built him that way. When he first yes. came in and he was the best man and he was joking and he was the gamer, if you would have won the title, you would be like, huh, it feels a little weird. This is the beauty of watching the show progress and letting the people find their footing and find their placements and actually having a plan work. Let Andrade actually get into the swing of things because everything they've planned to him has fallen apart with no fault of his. So let's let's see where this goes. And I Friday night reassured me that Andrade is going to be a top star in this company. Like TNT, like mm-hmm. to the point where I think he's going to take the TNT title off Sammy Guevara. Like that kind it of that kind of push. I'd be very excited about it. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, well, I mean, you want to be of the face of TNT, thing? and he's my man crush Monday because this show's yeah. on a Monday, so MCM. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Jackie? That match was straight freaking fire. Mm-hmm. It's just like nonstop brutality with these two, and it's mm-hmm. you know obviously this is a part two to a match that already happened, um, and you always think to yourself, well, how could they top that? You know, like what can they do to bring it to that next level? And to me, it just did not disappoint. It was one of those matches where you don't want to take your eyes off of the screen because if you blink, you're going to miss something. So, um, you know, obviously we already covered how that match ended and all the like shenanigans. That what did you think? After, what did you think but... of the ending, though? Because I thought that was excellent. I thought it was very, I don't know. Like, I, to me, I, it, yeah. it, like, it really resonated with me. It did. I mean, well, it resonated with you because, hello, Arnon is now, blocked. Ar- no, listen, <laughs> I popped for the Arn Glock thing, right? But it was just like, for Cody seemed like, I don't know, that the, the crowd reaction to when he's hitting him and people are going nuts in the background to me was just like the perfect like cinematic scene of a hero coming to fight crime. And that's kind of where Cody's been trying to do. And when he unintentionally right. does it, it works like, and it, and it seems to open doors for other potential storylines well, or even love is potential an open door. matches. You guys or... know that. Oh my yeah, God. Love is an open door. Love is Sorry. an open door. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was an excellent match. I loved the way that it ended. Um, and, you know, who knows if we're going to start seeing some tag matches in the future with, you know, Malachi and Andrade, Cody and whomever, Pac. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was a, a banger of a match and a great way to end Rampage. And also a great way to solidify the notion that Rampage is not meant to be a B show. That you can 100%. get these fantastic matches on both shows. We've gotten Punk how many times on Rampage? Yeah. Like yeah. Rampage. We, Punk is actually making his debut wrestling on Dynamite <clears throat> this week. So that Wait, just shows you how much they, they cherish on, Rampage. No, he hasn't wrestled on Dynamite, has he? Yeah, this week he's wrestling Bobby Fish on Dynamite. And That's going to be Dynamite. a fucking banger. <clears throat> how yeah. about Tony Nese being in the crowd? Yeah, like and, and he, he wrestled at the Dark Tapings. Name. Give me yeah. him versus Punk and Daniels. Like that's another great fucking wrestling. I love. And me and Jackie these, were like, talking about grapplers. while we were watching the show that I want to see like a stable of like all these guys and like a Brian Danielson is like making them killers like Daniel Garcia, yeah. Tony Nese, like yep. these guys like that. Oh, that'd be yeah. so dope. I, I've always wanted like a Ring of Honor faction called For Honor, which I had in GOW, yep. which I think would be beautiful as well. <laughs> it um, should be. Imagine it happens, bro. Are you going to sue him for your yeah, intellectual I'll, property? Yeah, I'll just say, hey, Tony, just pay off my house, bro. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, what, what's a couple grand to you? Um, like, let me get out my change purse. Yeah, listen, so, if you, bro, let if me you check have the, that direct Let me check my car's cup holders for that. Yeah. Uh, Do you have a, if you have that direct line of Tony Khan? Right. Yeah. You ah, well, to- Wade did. Wade got a picture with him. Yeah. Shout out Wade for getting that picture. I'm yeah, so that's jealous. Amazing. Um, but if you have the direct line of Tony Khan, you have to get the most elusive thing in all the world. And that's and that the Olaf is- costume. Yeah, <laughs> the Olaf like, costume the fuck, is, is, is more unlikely than CM Punk coming back to wrestling. Now I have to do a stream as Dusty Rhodes. I'll have to just come in and then talk like this all night, baby. Like, listen, this is my opinion on it. This is how we're oh, dress up, it, polka dots, everything. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, it's going to have to happen now. Yeah. yeah I let the crowd... Now. And then Broloff broke the stream because he's a dickhead. 
<laughs> Fucking Broloff is the worst. Broloff was too powerful, man. Broloff, Broloff was, was too powerful for all of us. Broloff was um, the worst. Now, of course, I love the match. I love Andrade. I love the chemistry him and Pac have. And I'm excited to see what they're doing with him in these next coming weeks leading up to full gear, right? Uh, maybe it's what Jackie says. Maybe we get some type of tag match with him and Malachi versus Cody and Pac, which would be an absolute banger of a match, right? I think those guys would be great. And and one last thing. Shout out to Jamie Strange again. Because yes, this rampage was taped at last week's dynamite and she was sitting on this gold the gold of knowing that arn anderson was going to come out to the middle of the stage put the glock like this and pull the trigger so that shit was one of the funniest she, moments she knew i wasn't going to be watching live so she told me and i popped mm -hmm. so hard so funny and, i think jackie was there for it what yes. i love Right? What I kept I, saying, wait, no, he pulled out love. the Glock. Wait, he pulled out the Glock. Wait, what did he? He pulled out the he pulled out the Glock. Did he? I kept asking her because I didn't believe her. But don't you guys find it funny that these rampage spoilers don't get bombarded on our timeline? Like I, I remember some, when NXT and I muted. I don't but. see any. Like I don't. I've see never any seen spoilers on my timeline. But, like, when NXT was taped for all those years, oh immediately God. you would see it. Like, from everybody, Scoop right? six. Ty Conti yeah. pins Satan. What the fuck? I don't want to know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, like, I don't see Rampage spoilers at all. Hey, maybe I'm lucky and I followed the right people, but mm -hmm. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. That people that are at these live shows are keeping it a secret because they want us. Especially, that, that was a long week, right? It was a Saturday to a Friday. And I didn't see not one person talk about Rampage. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Kudos to the fans. That. Shout yeah, out you to fans the are great. AEW fans. So great that we're doing two giveaways, by the way. Yep. Jackie, yes, want to break, it, wanna break it down on that? Yeah, let's break it down. So if you follow us on the Elite POV Twitter page, you will know that we have surpassed our 500 follower mark. And I said, as soon as we hit that mark, we were going to do a give We were going to do ourselves a lovely giveaway because, you know, we love our giveaways. And um, so go to Elite POV on Twitter. Find our post, our giveaway post, and um, like the post. Comment your favorite AEW wrestler in gift form. Um, retweets get extra entries. We're going to be doing two prizes this time around. Uh, first prize will win a $25 PWTs card. And second prize will be getting their choice of uh, t-shirt from our ElitePOVMerch.com shop. That's so great, get in on that prizes. giveaway. Make sure you get in on that giveaway. Um, you know, and, and as always, we have a ton of stuff coming up. We are working on a ton of things. The month of November is going to be huge for us. As you see the graphic on your screen right now, ElitePOVMerch.com. Enter the giveaway and get a free shirt. And if you don't win, hey, and you got some money to throw around, it's the holiday season. Grab yourself a shirt. There's some incredible designs up there. Infinity just. Yeah, it's fucking the best. Infinity we have the best is, graphic is the designer best. on our team. Hashtag pay the man. Hashtag pay the man. Well, you're going to see right. a lot of content coming. You're going to see. Yes, we have a lot of stuff. Stay tuned. November is going to be a big month. You yes, know, it will be. Aunt, Aunt's had a crazy month that ends with, uh, you know, my, my wedding ceremony. And of course. <laughs> and then I go it, to Disney you know, for 10 days in November. Yeah, exactly. So, we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. We just got to plan be a, a full year. year review before I leave on Monday morning. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's going to be a wild Saturday month. Night, right? Yeah, it's on a Saturday oh, night. So we could do it Saturday on Sunday night. because I yeah. know Jackie has something to do so she can catch up and then we could do the review show on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so Sunday night we'll be doing it because I have to work. I Sunday get Night Hoop Part 2. Sunday Night Hoop Part Return 2. Return of The Cowboy Shit Celebration, yes. hopefully, right? Let's not jinx ourselves, hopefully. But, you know, thank you to everybody who stuck with us through all the technical difficulties. The that time. son of a bitch Broloff. What a Bro, son of a bitch. I should bring him um, back just to fuck it up again. Yeah, right. Right at the end. Um, I will do my best to try to salvage something, uh, maybe put it on podcast, put it on YouTube. I think me and Jackie's outfits are just, it needs to be seen by the yeah, world. Yeah, come right? on. You could, you could download both and just piece them together. That's what I was thinking. Um, And, and like I said at the beginning of the show, for people who came in uh, during Kyle's raid, I'm probably going to have to be cut out of this. Because there is no back part. There is no zipper. I was able to somehow get it over my shoulders. And it is very tight right here in the midsection area. And I feel like I'm going to throw up. Because it's just been a hard time. And this wig is going to give me a huge rash 
And I hope that everybody got the screenshots of me looking like Andrade and Charlotte's kid. And bringing back Broloff, it looks like. I'm looking at the Twitch chat. We're a couple seconds behind <laughs> over there. But yeah. if you guys want to follow me, it's at Philium Elite. If you want to follow the podcast, it's at Elite POV. ElitePOVmerch.com to get all of our great shirts designed by Infinity. Jackie, let them know where they can follow you. You can follow me on and you can follow me on Instagram at Jacks the Draw POV. Uh, side note about the uh, about following me on Twitter: some really interesting stuff uh, popped off earlier today on on my Twitter yep. account. Mm-hmm. So that means that come the end of November, when I get in that car and head on over to North Carolina, you guys might be getting some really interesting content coming from that. You said trip. North Carolina wrong. North Carolina. There, there you go. go. I'm still trying to roll <laughs> off in. Nork, Nork, Carolina. Ant, <laughs> let them know where to follow you while you try to bring Broloff back. Uh, Ant underscore is underscore elite. You can catch GOW, which is my EFED tomorrow night, um, 7.30 start time, twitch.tv backslash game of wrestling. And it is my birthday stream because my birthday is on Wednesday. And we'll be back Episode. Wednesday as well. We will be going live Wednesday at 10 p.m. Eastern directly following Dynamite because, of course, we can't go live on Thursday because I have my um, rehearsal dinner for the wedding. So make sure you check it out. And if it's late, too late for you guys, we completely understand. That will be up on podcast. Broloff will not be making an appearance anymore. We are, nah, we're Broloff's throwing Broloff dead. the hell out of here. Yeah, Broloff, uh, I'm dead too. I'm gone. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we're I'm giving out. you it on podcast and on YouTube. So. If you can't be there live, don't worry about it. It will be available for you. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for sticking around through the craziness. Thank you guys for dropping the subs to get us in these great costumes. Uh, This is something we definitely want to do more often. So thank you guys for the love and support. And remember, you don't need a hat or an Elsa wig to be a cowboy. Bye.